Kiachrata Africa, Mary Makeba and Africa. And um, it is time for The Viewpoint, Bertha Charuma in for Songezo. And this evening we talk about building a new shared heritage that includes every South African. We're going to be chatting to uh, Nobuntu Klazo Webster, Deputy Leader of Build One South Africa. And the big question is, have we really grasped what Ubuntu is? Are we really a one nation? Are we that rainbow nation that we dreamt about uh, come when we went to the polls in 1994? It's something that we need to define. And have we got that definition on point? It's been years of practicing this rainbow nation. But from the looks of it, there's a big question mark. Anyway, also still to come at 20 to 9, Global Coalition for Tech Justice launches 2024 Year of Democracy campaign with local support from Legal Resources Center. And we'll be chatting to Kemal Harvey, candidate attorney at the R. LRC's Cape Town office. Also on the other half of the show, that will be just after nine. Should we prepare ourselves for water shedding scheduling? This water crisis is not an isolated incident. Communities around Gauteng and other provinces have been battling with water issues. And Dr. Gideon Grunfeld will be joining us. He's a geologist. Is our problem man-made? Or could it be maybe weather conditions are changing and for, you know, nature is just taking its course and we find ourselves in this conundrum. We get to find out all that in a bit. And also still to come, hashtag Legal Monday, um, harboring criminals and illegal immigrants. We'll be chatting to Ian Alice, criminal lawyer. So the big question. And remember that also our voice note line um, is always open for comment, your views, your opinions, 0614104107. So you have a brother, a sister, a cousin, an uncle, your father, maybe your mother, for all we know, is a criminal. Or you have illegal immigrants that are within your space. Would you report them? Are you safe when you report them? Or they have stolen something and you start thinking, will they even be safe in prison if I report them? And you yourself, depending what, what sort of activities they are in, if you report them, remember, chances are maybe they belong to a gang. You then get victimized. What then happens? Big question mark. And all that coming up in the show. And, uh, of course, this show is your show. We get to talk about it. We get to share our views and opinions together. And hopefully, in having the dialogue, we come up with solutions. Don't hesitate to use also our line, which is 086-000-2032. That's 086-000-2032. And our WhatsApp line, 0614104107. We do also have an SMS line, which, for some strange reason, I don't know why I ever... I always miss it, which is a 41391. That's 41391. But opening up the show, uh, our guest is on standby, building a new shared heritage that includes every South African. Nobu Ntutlazo, Webster Deputy Leader of Build One South Africa, joining us to unpack this uh, particular conversation. Good evening and a warm welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening and thank you so much for having us. You know, this is a very big question. Are we, really, yeah. are we really a rainbow nation? I mean, first of all, I just want to talk about Heritage Day and, you know, some of the, the awkwardness 
that sits around Heritage Day. I think if you look at the 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 reality that at some point it became for some it's become a bride day, and some people just don't know what to do with it. And I think a big part of that is because we actually have not formed one heritage together as a country, and it is because we cannot say that we are one rainbow nation. Um, I think the, the, the project has failed. When you look at South Africa, when you look at our realities, when you look at the various systems and just the lived realities of South Africans, it's very clear that the Rainbow Nation project, the Rainbow Nation vision um, has not, um, in, 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 in essence, been able to succeed. And in fact, I would say that um, there has been so much that has come up to divide us and that has has divided us more than um, the work of building and bringing us to one heritage and one vision and even just one society as South Africans. Mm. And Heritage Day is a big day. That was what, um, that was, well, we we are still celebrating it today. Yesterday was Heritage Mm. Day and, of course, spillage where we then bride today and just hang out. And, you know, the beauty about our nation is whenever you bring food, which is, you know, braai, sports, music, we just become this one united nation. And once Mm. that's taken away from us, we're very, like you say, then there's this awkwardness. So I don't know, maybe from where Mm. you're sitting, Mm. how should we define this Heritage Day? Because really, we should have one common, when we are asked to define it, it, it must be one common thing or one common statement that we yeah. all believe in and that we all sing yeah. as a nation. What what do you think that should be, if at all? So, I mean, the arts are so important um, in uniting us. And I think that, like you say, when we come together, when there's music and when we share those things, it's important and it's great. And those are some of the things that unite us. You know, when we when we share our food, I know my kids at school, when it's Heritage Day, they all bring um, food from their own um, culture, et cetera, et cetera, and people dress up. But after the day, the reality that we live has got to stay as united as this picture that we're creating on Heritage Day. So first of all, for me, one of the first most important things is the fact that I grew up in a township in Nanda, in Durban. And I, from the age of three, four, went to school in the suburbs. And I could see the distinct differences that existed between the township that I grew up in and the suburbs that I went to school. The very fact that I had to travel, my parents, my working class parents had to have to make a plan for me to travel into the suburbs in the 80s and in the 90s for me to get a better education was because there was an inferior education that was reserved for black people. And then you had to go and travel to another world altogether to just have an opportunity to access to that opportunity. So first of all, we need to actually build one education system. We need to build an education system that serves every South African. And that's just one example. We could talk about many things. We could talk about an economy, building an economy that every South African can access. So we need to build a society where people genuinely feel they are one and they are equal so that we can actually now say that, okay, we're building a heritage for our children that is really, really built on a shared experience and we can start to build shared values. Because even when we think about the reconciliation project, there can be no reconciliation without truth. 
So we can reconcile at a superficial level. But if we're not talking about the truth of our realities and building um, towards a better future together, then, you know, it, it, it becomes something that's only superficial, something that we can only just pretend for a few hours, maybe on Heritage Day, and then the lived reality looks different. I mean, you talk about Bright Day, some people cannot even afford to buy meat for Bright Day. You know, that's their reality. And so that's where I think it starts. It starts with being committed to actually building a one South Africa for real, you know, building a united South Africa, authentically so. Mm. And, you know, I like the fact that we've had 30 years. This government mm. has had 30 years. And for some strange reason, the very vision that we had, it seems like they are failing to capitalize on the goodwill of South Africans and on the yeah. collective talent pool of this country to weave this social fabric, which is resilient and attractive to all. And my next question, I'm, I'm going mm. to take a break and then we can, we can chat about it when I get back, when we get back from the break, how we begin to build a new shared heritage that includes mm. every South African and comfortably so. 18 minutes after um, after 8, it is The Viewpoint, Bertha standing in for uh, Songezo. And we are talking about our heritage. We've celebrated it somewhere, Brying, and the reality after COVID, I can bet you my bottom dollar, not as many people could afford to bry today. Chances are they sat there, sat at home, watch TV, if they even have TV, or just parked, just sat at home. But then, this is a conversation that we can all engage in. Don't hesitate to send us your voice notes, 061, um, 0614-104-107. And also, just, I just also want to just know what is out there. What is your definition of Heritage Day? Are we all one? Are we all a united uh, nation? Or have we become so fragmented and we are just plodding along when we get back? And of course, it is the viewpoint building a new shared heritage that includes every South African. And my guest is uh, Nobuntu Klazo Webster, deputy leader of Build One South Africa. Welcome back, uh, Nobuntu. Now, we were talking earlier about sharing the same vision. Mm. And I just wanted to find out how we then can build this one vision together. How can we do that? You know, Bertha, South Africans have the answers. South Africans in every community, we've been going around the country. We, as Bill Runner say, we are in communities in every province in the country, and we've been meeting South Africans. We've been speaking with South Africans and and working in and with communities. Um, and there are leaders that are in all of these communities that are already doing whatever they can. And I mean, our own model at Build One Essay is to say that um, we ask communities to nominate their leaders that they want to see represented in parliament, in provincial legislatures, and come 2026 um, in, 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 in local government. And the reality is that the reason we do that is because we believe that South Africans already have their answers. And I think the reason why we sit now um, with a government that has not been able um, to, 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 to make this one, one, one nation, 
projects come to life is because we don't have true representation of people. We're not represented as people in government, in leadership. We're not the ones who are represented. Our solutions are not being to, are not being sought. And so how we do it is that we give power back to South Africans. We give power back to ourselves to come up with the solutions um, for our communities. We identify leaders amongst ourselves who we know will represent the South Africa that we want to see, who we know will represent um, and, and, and bring forth the solutions that will change this country and that will bring us together, whom we know will hold the values that we share. One of our core values, um, even as BOSA, is Ubuntu. And that's what we need to get back. We are where we are today because we have a government that's lost Ubuntu and that actually isn't able to recognize that when the dignity of one is affected, the dignity of all is affected. And so once we are able to say that we have the kind of leaders who are reinstilling those kinds of values and who are holding those kinds of values of Ubuntu, of we are one and we have to make sure that we we take everybody into consideration in everything that we do in the policies and in the programs that we do, then that's when we'll start um, being able to see the kind of South Africa that we dreamed of and that rainbow nation vision that we had. Mm. I've got uh, KGM in uh, transit. KG, good evening. Welcome to The Viewpoint. Thank you very much. Good evening, uh, uh, Good evening to your guests and to my fellow listeners. Go ahead. Let, 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 me, let me hasten to say this. Um, we, you know, this this notion of unity uh, for us, not only as South Africans but as Africans in the main, it's far-fetched. We are far from even uh, the glimpse of hope for us to unite. Um, we cannot claim to want to or have the ability to unite in a, a very divisive system. We we were misrepresented, and we allow mis- misrepresentation to continue. We we chose to respect and give power to people who never had our best interest at heart, even in the claim of whether you're talking politics, religion, um, and, and societal leadership in general. I know that I'm talking, I would say, correlatedly so because of time. But, but my essence of, of why days like heritage and and the, the supposed unity that is expected is far-fetched is that until the system talks to this very um, objective, until such time that it is not decided by a privileged few in a society where there's three types of people, the poor, the rich, and the wealthy, until such time that media is in control of people and not in control of capitalists. And and therefore, don't say I'm attacking you. I'll give you an example. When we are sitting on the 29th year, and, and a, a presenter says it's been 30 years, to somebody who does not understand the context somewhere in deep uh, city living, who believes everything they hear on the radio, and this is just one but an example of how misled and misleading we become, then we will keep on doing this. Today it's us. Yesterday it was our parents. Tomorrow it's our children. And a continuation of the death thing will never stop. I hope my, my point is understood. I, I totally hear you. But you see, like I, I was highlighting earlier on, in, for, for, for any 
any solution to come out, some form of dialogue has to happen. And you're giving your view and you did say, yes, you're not attacking us per se as, as the media because I am part of media. I'm representing media. And it is so true sometimes. I think also I, I do agree with you to some to some perspective where we say it's almost like, you know, you, you, you self-gag because you need also we've become very sensitive. And the honest truth is, just in our narrative, we are so edited. You self-edit because you want to be either uh, societally correct, politically correct, legally correct, whichever way, financially correct. We've become as a society, as a whole, and I'm talking as a whole, as in internationally, we gag ourselves. We are not as free to express because we have that thing at the back of our conscience you do not want to step on anyone's toes so it, it does contribute to then how the narrative turns out but still that should not then divert us from acknowledging and realizing that we have a problem and we need to gunner on one problem and deal with it and at the moment our vision heritage wise hmm, a little bit skewed and it is what it is but anyway i've got my guest online uh nobuntu what's your take on it I mean, I couldn't agree more um, with the caller. I mean, the first thing that he said is that you can't be united with a system that's divided. And and that really is the truth um, of the fact that, you, and so it will come back to, I mean, and he spoke about the fact that this is on the basis of politics, of religion and societal leadership in general. But the point of the matter is that systems um, are decided upon and built by government and by politics and we we, we, sh we shouldn't be afraid um, of naming that and we shouldn't be afraid of calling that out and so the truth is that we can't be united until we have people that we we have entrusted with leadership who are us and represent us who are then working to build a system that is for everybody. I mean, one of the things the caller mentioned is that decisions are made by a few um, and, and you have different um, groups of society and the ones who make the decisions are not necessarily the majority or representative of the majority. And we've got to change that. We're mm. the ones who've got to be able to say, we want to make sure that the people who lead us are people who represent us. And honestly, one of the things I always say is that there is no one coming to save us. Um, and we we have to realize our power um, as the people and we've got to take it upon ourselves now to change things because we can't keep just talking about what this is. And I actually just want to uh, recognize your boldness in having this conversation, Bertha, because also it's easy to just have a heritage day and, you know, just do the superficial things and carry on and move on um, and not really have the real conversations about what is really happening and what needs to change. So we need to recognize that there is a problem and we need to be willing and bold enough to actually take the steps um, to change what needs to be changed. Mm. I've got uh, Colin from uh, Cape Town. Colin, good evening. Welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening, Roberto, and uh, good evening to your guest. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know what heritage means anymore. We have it once a year. This country is so divided and our government, our lawmakers are dividing the whole uh, the whole the country, dividing the country, because with their laws and their stupid things they want to do, they're not worried about the people, people are getting hungry, no water, no lights, this and that. Now they worry about petty little things, 
heritage once a year. You know, um, heritage, um, I'll give you an example. They don't even look after the, the, the buildings, heritage sites that the world recognizes in this country. The, 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 the municipalities don't look after it anymore. The people are starting to look after it. The Fortrek Monument and things like that, that's a worldwide heritage. They don't even look after that. Now, every forum and those people are spending their own money to renovate and build and clean and all those things, cut the verges. No, the government doesn't worry about the heritage, man. They, they want to chop and change buildings that were built by famous architects and all those things. They want to change it to what they call their f uh, freedom fighters. Nicol, uh, William Nichols has been changed now to Winnie Mandela. Why must it be a freedom fighter's name? Why don't they change it to something else? Now, Bainscroft, the Toyscroft, those are heritage. Those, those are, 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 are mountain paths that were built by Sir Herbert Baker and things like that. Mm. They even want to change those names of those driveways. The Wild Drive in Cape Town has been changed now. It's been built many, many, many years ago. When I was a youngster, it was even built already. Yeah. And that's 60, 70, 80 years ago. They, were, they went and changed the Wild Drive. They worry about, they're dividing the country. Now, you've got people living in this country uh, Thomas Bain, had, he's got great-grandchildren living in this country. And now imagine the, the great-grandfather that had that and designed that pass. They even want to change that. Yeah, Colin, unfortunately, um, I don't have yeah. as much time. But, uh, your but they're, dividing the, they're dividing us. The government is dividing us. Your point is totally taken. Thank you, Thank you so much and have a good evening. Um, I think let me take uh, two voice notes just before we end our conversation. Uh, this is a very, very, it's a very tricky conversation, but it needs to, we just have to have it. Let's go to the voice notes. Good evening, my sister. As came of again, look, I agree with your guest regarding uh, Rainbow Nation is a failed project because as long as we still have some few um, people who are richer, but the majority are still um, outside the economy of this country, um, you know. Um, so the problem in South Africa man, is uh, it's imbalance, man. You know, instead of things get right, they get worse. You know, those who are richer become richer; those who are poor become poor. So um, until such time that um, everyone enjoy the economy of this country, I, I think um, then we can able to say rainbow nation. But for now. I said, a failed system. Oh, if I can put that way. Yeah. No, thanks, my sister. Good evening. I think let's go to another voice note so that then I can conclude our conversation with our guest because we're using uh, the same line. Let's go to the voice note. Good evening. Good evening, my sister. Um, this thing of uniting people, what do you mean here? 
Do you mean that because uh, the comments that the people are throwing uh, here that I understand is that when we talk of unite, in my own understanding, hear me right now, in my own understanding, I think when black people talk about uniting each other, uh, to me it's like they are saying white people must tolerate us. Why are we going to the white people's mindsets rather to just set our own world and then we become untouchable in our own spaces? Because honestly, black people, wherever you go, when black people are mixed with white people, oh, you will see the shame of black people. They will be not free. They will be just having those elements of not trusting themselves. So when you talk of uniting, I think black people mostly, they are, they are targeting Africaners and white people to say, if we unite, if I'm seen talking with a white man, that means I've sort of, I've achieved a certain, uh, I mean, discourse in this world. No, it has to change. Black people must just be happy in their own corners and enjoy themselves. And um, also, please, when you do send us your voice note, just make sure that uh, there's no uh, radio that is on in the background because it just distorts the whole purpose and we can barely hear you. Um, I'm speaking to my guest, Nobun Tutlazo Webster, Deputy Leader of Build One South Africa. Uh, Nobun, to your comment, I'm not so sure whether you did hear what um, the voice notes were saying because we're kind of like using the same line. But um, if not... Uh, we'll tr I'll try the best that I can uh, to remember exactly what the point is. Please do, because I didn't hear most of it. Okay, so the, the, the just the previous, the, the, the voice note that just happened now says, um, when we talk about unite, and he actually says, please, please correct me, uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, uniting black people and white people and Black people should always be comfortable to be happy in whatever space environment they're in and not be too concerned with how we should handle or behave ourselves when we ever, when, whenever we have uh, white counterparts within our space. And for me, I am not even talking about that, but that's me. I'm not talking about the black and white. That's me. Mm. But from, your, from where you're sitting, from, where, from your point of view. So, I mean, from our point of view, there is the racial issues um, which are real in South Africa. And I think we can't talk mm. about our heritage. I mean, there was a caller that spoke about the renaming of streets and all of that. We can't talk about our heritage without recognizing uh, our past. Um, and, and I think when it comes to the racial, and I'll speak to it shortly, it's really important that we start to understand from each other's lens what our experience has been on the basis of race in this country. I said before, and I'll always say, there can be no reconciliation without truth. You can't have superficial reconciliation. And I think that's what we try to do in this country. We have to be very real about the fact that person's meaning that they hold to a street name um, is, is not the same as the other, whether on the basis of race, whether on the basis of class, whether on the basis sometimes of even ethnicity in this country. And so we have to get to a point where we start to understand each other and we are given and give ourselves the space to hear each other out and understand um, the backgrounds that everybody comes from and, and the meaning and importance of those things. You talk about freedom fighters, for us to get to freedom in South Africa, that is part of our history and that is part of our story and it's an important one. 
So I think on the race one, it's really important that we start to give each other the space to be able to speak truthfully mm. so that we engage and get to understand each other. We can't be one when you actually don't understand who the other is. That's the first one. But on the second one, I mean, for us, mainly when we talk about building one, they say, yes, there's the racial issues and, and, and all of that. But honestly speaking, it is truly about the reality of a South African that is not one. Um, and there are so many reasons why. We've spoken a lot tonight, and I heard the other callers speak about the systemic issues that don't make us one. Um, and that are even political issues that make us divided. And that is where we have to come. We have to come back to each other as people, as a bantu, and come back to Ubuntu and come back to understanding the other and considering the other and thinking of the other and actually also enjoy the freedom. I mean, if a caller talks about um, not being able to be, that can't be. We have to be able to be ourselves and to express our own identity and be accepting of each other's identity and be even celebrating of each other's identity in this country. Mm. I've got Khobotza uh, Sichaba from KZN. Khobotza, good evening. Welcome yes. to The Viewpoint. Mm, go ahead. Yeah, uh, my name is Kumbuzi Sizi. Kupuza Sishaba, Kasesocha. Yes, this is a, a good topic uh, you've come uh, with. And now I wish to say that uh, before we go on about this, it is very hard to expose uh, the, 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 what you call the truth, because uh, everything is lying uh, in the facts. Because if you point out uh, people who are talented in leading the nation, you, you are, people hate you for that. Uh, that is shortly. But uh, 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 trying our best uh, to, bring, uh, to make uh, one society, Heritage Day, Humanity, indigenous uh, uh, people, uh, also everyday cultural events. These uh, were the forms of one humble, humblest nation. Whereby, if I move back during time of our of our forefathers, they used to do ugusiselana, ugusiselana, which is. Uh, I request for something to cook, and then you also you you also ask for for something else. So nowadays it's very hard because we have politics that is dividing us, uh, religion also is dividing us. Uh, yours is bad, mine is good. Uh, we have many things like. If you went to school and then you are uh, well-educated and I'm not educated, like I'm not an English-speaking person, I'm not an English-speaking person, you will say, I, this one here is trying to, uh, uh, to be better, yet uh, he's nowhere. You understand? Mm. So all that is breaking our nation. I think uh, you have come up with a very good topic we need to sit down somewhere because we don't have enough time to talk on the air about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, thank, Hupuza, you. I thank you so much. Thank you for, for your insight. So true. The We need to just um, air out some of these things and all these debates. Let's go to Tandiwen Bloom. Tandiwen, good, Hello. good, good e- evening. 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 Welcome, my dear. Uh, thanks, for, 
thank you, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Do you know what? Uh, I've been sitting here trying to understand um, the context under which uh, the, your guest is coming from. Because to me, historical, our basic unit has been from our strong family construction and from our own way of building the, our communities. Because we believe that the strong families, uh, strong uh, united families come from strong families. That's where the basics of units comes from. And my understanding also is that um, no government has ever created Ubuntu for us. That comes within our own nature and within the way our ancestors or forebearers has made sure that uh, they pass the baton of Ubuntu to every generation that come along. And just for example, during apartheid, uh, black people across uh, South Africa were united in their own corners. And also we were united as South Africans. Where do you get that? You will find that when we were fighting uh, the apartheid, we were fighting the apartheid as a nation. We forgot that time that there's a Corsa, there's a Sutu, there's a Joanna, there's a Pedi. Um, the challenges of the time brought unity to ourselves. Now, let's then look at ourselves and say, uh, what then happened between that time and now? And now, I also want to, 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 to pose another question. What comes first between the people and the government? Is the government that is creating people or are people who are creating government? It therefore says, if there are norms and values within the society, they need to come from the nation, not from government. So I'm, I, I'm trying to scratch my head and find a good thing. How come with government that is represented by so many political parties bring unity to ourselves? For the reason that we've got more than 120 political parties in this country, it shows really that from 1994, we got more divided. Then what divides us? It's another question. Is the cake on the table? It therefore means by the time we were united, our parents could provide for us. This is the reason that we find that uh, President Mandela had to go to university, uh, her mother selling eggs, because there was poultry farming in the family. But now tell me, Tandio Gula is sitting in a shack in Bluefontein. Where do I get that land? to make sure that they are poultry or I've got sheep or I can milk some cows so that I can sell and take my children. Do you know, um, I, I just uh, can't remember your name. Bertha. Any nation to have its dignity and its unity, it has got to make sure that it feeds itself. Yeah. As long as we are fed by anybody who comes outside our borders, I want to tell you, that will never have unity because we'll always fight over the cake. Yeah. That's how I see it. Thank you for Tandy, allowing me to. Th thank you so much for your viewpoint. And uh, in wrapping up, let me come back to you, Nobuntu. Talk to me. I really, really love what the last caller was saying. Um, and I think maybe she might not realize that we agree. Ubuntu does come from society and it comes from communities. And I think what we're saying is communities and we have, as the people have to realize our power. I love the example she makes about how people came together. 
regardless of ethnicity, regardless of what tribe they came from, to fight apartheid. And we now have to come together as South Africans to be able to build this country, regardless of where we come from. But what I'm saying is that in order to do that, we also have to recognize that to be one, we need a system that actually unites us. You can't be united when you when you are in a system that is far from united, when you're in a system that is so divided. And in order to have the kind of leaders who will do that, we talk about Ubuntu and, you know, how it's, how it's the nation that makes a government, how it's people that make a government. We have to recognize that in order to see Ubuntu in government, in order to see the dignity that she speaks of restored to people in government, we have to be the leaders ourselves. We have to choose the kind of leaders that represent who we are as the people. So we are completely agreed. And, you know, to underscore, and as my parting shot, we are the ones who are going to change the country. We're the ones who are going to build this country. We're the ones who have to unite against the ills that are in our society. We're the ones who have to unite to build what is actually a breaking and falling country right now. And in order to do that, we have to make sure that we're the ones who lead and we're the ones who choose the kind of leaders who represent who we are and who, who are who we are. Nobuntu, thank you so much for joining us. It's been quite an um, interesting conversation. Uh, Nobuntu Lazo, Webster, Deputy Leader of Build uh, One South Africa. And uh, just before we take a break, um, I've got two texts that says, Good evening, Bertha. South Africa is a beautiful country with amazing people, but the politicians don't have the political will to serve the masses and have benefited a selected few. Just look at the land issue. We are the heritage... We- we are the heritage day in that awesome in that awesome show okay uh, that's from mr naidu cbdkzn another one says good evening bertha we seem to be more divided now than ever before how can we narrow the divide when this government has no solid vision for its citizens that's ruben pele in durban interesting viewpoints but we leave it at this point for now and maybe we can continue the conversation some other time. And still coming up in the show, uh, uh, Kemal Harvey, candidate attorney in the LRC's Cape Town office, Global Coalition for Tech Justice launches 2024 Year of Democracy campaign with local support from Legal Resources Center. Let's take a break.